This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Being awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob, and yo, Joe, I'm back from Joe Lanta. This week in awesome, I'm going to talk about it. Well, you know what, guys? Joe Lanta was a whole lot of fun, and I'm pretty sure you guys are sick of me talking about it. So I'll just kind of go over some brief points of it and then keep going on forward. You know, Joe Lanta, it's called Joe Lanta and the Great Atlanta Toy Convention, or convention, ugh, toy show. And basically what that means is it's a fan convention with a G.I. Joe front, meaning it is a general convention. There's Transformers there. There's Walking Dead there. There's Star Wars there. There's so much stuff there. You know, it just started off as a G.I. Joe convention. No, You know, a big whoop. But you know what? It was a whole lot of whoop. It was a lot of fun. Some of the highlights uh, I'd like to uh, bring up. The Lobby Swap Friday was a whole lot of fun. My good pal Ninja Dave, Dave Cunningham, the guy I told you about who helped operate uh, TFCon Charlotte with Colin and the TFCon crew. You know, he's from Audio Nights, that guy. He was there all weekend, and him and I had a lot of fun with his friend Milton at the Lobby Swap. We walked around, talked to a whole bunch of different people, had good conversations, had a generally good time. You know, just, uh, I remember just, uh, we got in this one conversation with this one guy and we talked about all these old, uh, toy lines by Remco and Arco and all sorts of stuff like that and had a great time later. Of course, you know, Dave was there, but also Kilby was there with his lovely wife, Kim, as was also our friends, Senate and Gabe, as well as, uh, M Cypher. You guys know him as half a B-Mog or Isle of Ragoon. He was there. And, you know, we all just had a great time together. Uh, Greg, uh, M. Cypher, actually stayed over at my place over the weekend. And he took some pictures for the wiki, the TF wiki, from my toy collection. That was pretty neat. You know, the TF panel went by fine. It went by fun. It was We were all kind of just talking at once and having a great time. You know, we put it out as an episode of TF, excuse me, RFC Extra. And you know, I'm pretty sure it just sounded like a bunch of people rambling and talking because it was a recording of a panel. So it probably, I don't know how well of a podcast it worked out for, but you got a live recording of a bunch of people talking about something they like and having fun, you know. Um, one thing about the, uh, actually before I get to that, we all went to Savage Pizza and had a wonderful dinner and then came back in time for the Joe Parachute Drop, which is one of my favorite things about Joe Lana. And Dave and I were racing up and down the elevators, throwing our parachute toys over and just having a fun, fun, fun time. You know, I, the Kilby, Greg, and, oh, excuse me. I'm getting ahead of myself. Saturday night, uh, after the parachute drop, while some of the nighttime panels go, if you guys don't know about Joe Lana, it goes really late at night. <laughs> While some of the panels are going there, and Dave actually held me a spot, which I, uh, I've, I've accidentally didn't get to go because we were all in the lobby when Crazy Steve, who was also there and in the TF panel, he 
was showing us a bunch of cool robot toys. Uh, Crazy Steve from Please Save Me Plastic Robots.com or Save Me Plastic Robots.blogspot.com. You know, I've talked about him here before. A great dude. He was there also. And he was showing us these awesome. Um, he had a bunch of Super Gobots. For those of you who don't know, Super Gobots is a subline of the Gobots that were larger, nicer toys. And they're, they're, they're not as easy to come across as regular Gobots, let alone in great condition. And he had a whole bunch of them in Austin condition. And he was showing us to them, and we were looking at them. And then he showed us the Coupe de Gras, he, his legendary giant-sized Bruticus. Now, I hear some people saying, Rob, giant-sized you know, combiners aren't anything new, but I'm not talking about the Sir Toy variety. You know, the the general knockoffs was like, hey, that's defensive, but he's got a different head and he's got like Hot Wheels for feet and it just looks like crap. I'm talking about these old Korean ones that Pat could pass for the real thing. He has a giant sized Bruticus that um, the cars, you know, the real Bruticus, the cars are tiny toys. They're not that much bigger than microbots, you know, and uh, or mini bots. And uh, these things were like almost Voyager size apiece. And Bruticus for scale is the real Bruticus is not very tall when you put them together. This Bruticus is pretty big. I would wager say almost as big as a Unicron or Primus toy around that size class. It was really cool in the box, man. The box had this original art of Bruticus on the front and. You know, they had the Transformers logos and stuff where they tried to pass it off as the real thing. And aside from no stickers on it, it could have really passed off for one. It was really cool to finally get to play with that thing. It was just neat. One thing that's cool is the Swindle's windshield is backwards. Hmm, excuse me. I'm sorry. I just caught myself burping there. Um, It was just like, wow, it was cool messing with that thing. And uh, wow, it was just a great time. You know, earlier Sunday I came back and... You know, Senate and Gabe, you know, left for tonight, Saturday night, and we had, uh, yeah, Cy Greg Cypher, he had left uh, Sunday morning as me and the missus was heading back to the convention Sunday, and I got to spend some more time with Dave. I will kill me left pretty much right as we got there. I pretty much talked to him for about 30 so minutes in the lobby, and, you know, him and his uh, wife left, and uh, actually we went with them to a quick trip. As they got some goodies for the road, and me and the missus got some goodies to bring back and eat at the show because we were hungry. <laughs> um, I got to spend a little more time with my pal Dave. Uh, actually, lucked up. I didn't buy myself really anything at the convention at this point. I bought the woman some. Uh, she likes uh, cute stuff. I got her some plush cat ears that she could wear on her head, and uh, I had found some stickers for sale where they're selling three for five dollars, and I got. The missus a cat, a cute cat sticker, and I got myself some Beast Wars stickers. And that had been all I got up until that Sunday walking around the dealer room when I found a Ziploc baggie full of G2 Combaticons. Yes. Uh, it had, uh, let's see, had Onslaught, it had Vortex and Brawl, and it had all of their accessories. It even had a swindle gun, and it had a uh, the chest plate, the head, and the foot, one of the feet for Bruticus. Uh, and it was all for 25 bucks, which is really not bad for all that. And I already have Swindle that I bought. I got Swindle for like a quarter a very long time ago. And so basically now I just need the uh, uh, Blast Off and uh, some of the combiner parts. And I got a complete G2 Bruticus for practically nothing. So that was that was the deal of the show right there. And you know, I have to talk about something for a second here, talking about Joe Lana being such a great convention. We've all we've all got the email. It's all been It's all been just ran into the ground 
Fun Pub is uh, not doing BotCon or the TF Fan Club anymore after this year, and there'll be new people running the official convention and fan club that we just don't know who it is yet. Uh, being as that may, and you know, I'm going to remain optimistic that I'm sure whoever gets the show will run it pretty well. Uh, Fun Pub has, <laughs> you know, they haven't always been very popular with the fan base, but you cannot uh, deny the fact that they deliver the, the toys in the show like they promised. So hopefully whoever comes in next will run a better show, but also not a, I don't, I don't know the words I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying, um, I want, I want the next people to run a show that I would like to go to and run a club that I would like to be a part of. And I hope the negativity uh, that that's associated with fun pub is a thing of the past. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to hold anything against fun pub anymore because that's all in the past. And you know, they've been, they've been behaving this year as far as I can tell. So I haven't seen any misbehavior, you know, so I, I that's all in the past for me. So I'm just like, you know, they got a pretty long run and it's come to an end and let's, let's, let's see what the future brings us. I'm, I'm excited. And I also, I was noting this in uh, talk transformers. This is the second time I've seen a group lose that license, you know, and, and when OTFCC or 3H uh, went away, I was very sad. This time, I'm just kind of like, that was a very dramatic 10, uh, what, 10, 11, 12 years there that was going back and forth all over the place. And while I'm disappointed to see it end in some aspects I'm also positive and happy to see it starting over again under new heralding. And one thing I would like to stress for, um, let me take a drink of my high C here. Mm. Ah, that's refreshing. One thing I'd like to stress for people, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this to, uh, I'll tell us old fans who might not remember what it was like around 03, 04 when the first shakeup started happening, you know, First, we had the Hartmans leaving 3H and BotCon becoming OTFCC. And then in 04, BotCon running as an unofficial show while OTFCC still went. And then we had, at the end of 04, when 3H completely lost the license and then FunPub came around. And, you know, that first year with FunPub was a shaky year. And, in fact, it kind of it seemed like it took them a good year or two to get their groove. So, basically, um, all you old guys out there, let's remember that. So, let's be a little patient with this new group. And, also, all you newer people out there, you younger people or newer to the fandom people, you know, age not applying, um, who didn't see the first turnaround with uh, FunPub coming around, this next year is going to be shaky. It's going to be weird, and it's not going to be in concrete, meaning the, these businesses are kind of, they kind of adapt as they go. You know what I'm saying? So basically running the new version of the club and the new version of con, there's going to be some hitches. And I just hope this new group is really, um, adapt, you know, and they're really good at, uh, what they do. And I hope they deliver on everything they promise. And I hope I'm happy with it. And I hope everyone else is happy with it. Let's see what this comes. I'm, I'm excited. I want to see what this new model brings. Because, you know, FunPub did the BotCon box sets. And they were cool. They were really cool. And uh, it's it's really unrealistic to expect a con going back to, you know, one or two exclusives. Although, these new people might just do that, you know. So, I, I if that's one complaint I can really every year I had, which eventually led to me no longer being able to attend BotCon is it got really expensive. So I kind of hope, hope the 
price is a little more negotiable, you know, a little more workable in the, this new group, whatever the convention is called, if it's Cybertron Con or, you know, Hasbro Transformers Con, whatever they call it, you know. Hopefully the price is a little a little easier on the on the wallet there because it, it gets so just you know there's only so much money to go around you know and the older you get the more the more you notice you're like yeah financial responsibility is like a burden you know so that's one thing to one thing to keep in mind now so I hope whoever comes in runs a good job and you know what as controversial as Fun Pub was for their time you know hey. It's going to be weird not seeing them, you know? <laughs> and I'm just going to keep it like that. Now, one thing also with the Fun Pub going, well, the announcement said they would, uh, basically Hasbro would have something exciting or whatever to announce for Transformers fans. They, they just pretty much alluded at G.I. Joe, like, well, we'll see you later. So, and, you know, G.I. Joe versus Transformers, that, that, that comic's been, uh, been, it's over, you know, it's got another issue and then it's over. And I, I'm not sure if the, the GI Joe comics are going away. I heard one source say they're shutting down too. I don't know, but Hasbro is seemingly effectively shuttering GI Joe for the time being. And I say time being is we all remember, what was it a month or so ago with the whole shared cinematic universe thing with Joe being lumped with visionaries and all that. It's right, right there. Hasbro's redoing what they want to do with Joe with G.I. Joe and stuff. It's just however it's working, we don't know yet. Now, that everyone's had their two cents in, what they would do with G.I. Joe and all that. And and, and we don't work in the industry or whatever. We're just kind of, you know, so to speak, speaking out of our asses, what we'd like to see. So being that, my, I'd like to say what, what I think would be a good uh, direction for G.I. Joe to take. And that is... Let me take another drink of high C. Speaking of high C, Ecto Cooler is coming back. You know, it's been about two weeks since an episode of Being Awesome because I took a week off for Joanna. And that announcement came up and I never really addressed it. And I'm super excited because I love Ecto Cooler. That being said, <laughs> let's go back to my discussion. You saw G.I. Joe is... Uh... You guys remember Nest from the Transformers movies? Uh was it Sergeant Lennox's group, how they kind of operated after the first Transformers movie, how they were like a special forces that used alien technology and stuff like that. That's what I see G.I. Joe working as. Because, you know, they're pairing them up with Micronauts, apparently, and Visionaries and all this other stuff, and maybe Transformers, maybe not. That would make total sense to me. You got this super team of, of a military wing that deals with all this weird stuff. You know, and they partner up with weird things and they use weird technology. And you could probably still use some of the characters like Duke and Flint and stuff because you know what? That is IP just sitting around. And if it takes a few years, no one's, you know, kids aren't going to care that Duke's back. They're just going to, like, oh, there's a cool guy named Duke, you know, that kind of thing. And they can make all new characters. It really doesn't matter, but I wouldn't see why they wouldn't be able to reuse those names. Now, Cobra, you know. They, if they do or don't bring them back, let's just face it. They're a big, scary, evil entity that uses crazy sci-fi stuff. That goes right into that territory. They don't have to be a constant source of villainy, but they wouldn't have to go anywhere either. In fact, they could work up a bond with some of these weird groups, you know, like some weird alien invader or whatever. You know, that just, you got a guy, you got a group of people that are snake people, you know, and you got a, you got a guy who wears a, a cape. And he walks around and he has 
air skiffs and all this crazy crap on an island. Sure, terrorist extremist group works for the realism of military fantasy. But I see um I see a ridiculous supervillain who would have a mind control laser and say, "Hey, that that works in that realm of fantasy." And that's where I would really see GI Joe going if I was to pick. But it's not up to me, so time will tell how it goes. But you know what, guys? I have rambled a bit, so let's go to the Q&A portion of Being Awesome. For those of you who are new to the show and missed the prior episodes, and for those of you who already know, the Being Awesome question and answer Q&A questions and awesome thread is exclusive to Talk Transformers. That is the one and only place to find the thread. That... McAfee is telling me things. Stop talking to me, McAfee. <laughs> I, I had to pause or scan so I would record, and it just was not. McAfee can be a bully. But it's a pretty good program, so I'm happy with it. Anyway. Where was I? Talk Transformers is the exclusive forum of Being Awesome and is the best place on the internet to talk Transformers. It's in the name. Where can you find Talk Transformers? On Facebook, a site 99% of you use. Uh, search in the groups for Talk Transformers. Click join. We will approve you. You can just have a good conversation without being bullied by some poindexter that thinks his opinion means more than you. You know, you can just talk. You know, we have some rules, but they're just basic ground rules to allow for a decent group. So do that. You know, I got a full question uh, question pool here, so it might be a month or two before I post up another one of those threads. But I will do it, and I interact with people there. I'm a regular user. I'm an admin. So everyone, go join Talk Transformers. This week's question comes from, I am opening up the... Note document on my phone to read it. It comes from Lance Park. Lance goes on to ask, what what would you think of Dinobot Headmasters? I just... I put my phone... <laughs> I don't know if the microphone picked up the sound of what just happened. I put my phone down. Uh, You know those buckets that Creo came in, like the... Had a couple of Creo kits in it and some figures or whatever? I just put it on top of one of those a few feet away. And it was like thunk. And I saw the progress bar bouncing and whatever. So, <laughs> excuse me. That was louder than I intended it to be. But what do I think of Headmaster Dinobots? That is a really good idea. In fact, I don't know why I didn't do that before. You know, the Dinobots are one of those teams where they they, they, they never really worked into any other gimmick, have they? You know, you've everyone's there's always the long... Everyone said Dinobot Combiner, and you know, here we get always get that one guy who says, "I've seen the Dinobot Combiner. It's a giant Shogun warrior." It's like, shut up, <laughs> just, just shut up, <laughs> you know. And there's never done Target Masters where, but Headmasters really works because here's why: the Dinobots are really. Well, let's go by the cartoon definition of Dinobots. They're they're really primitive. They got small brains or whatever. And in fact, if you guys remember those first few episodes, they're really hard to hard to make mind. So. You know, they're out of control almost. So you got headmasters where you got a binary bonded, you got a binary bonded uh, entity with two brains. Two brains are better than one, uh, as the as fiction would tell you. To me, it'd be kind of hard to think with two brains. It's already hard enough to think with one brain sometimes. But think about this: you got this. They made this dinosaur robot, and it's it's so powerful and it's so destructive and all that. Well, ugh, Grimlock won't listen to anybody. 
Grimlock just won't listen to reason. He's very headstrong. He's got a butthole. So a headmaster could be someone like, say, Haikyuu. You know, a really smart person that's really mature and responsible in Grimlock's brain. And he goes, me Grimlock no care. Me Grimlock king. Maybe me Grimlock think... <clears throat> Maybe uh, I, I should think this over. You know, I'm Grimlock, the leader of the... I should set an example for my teammates. You know, you know, maybe maybe that extra would help. You know, because in the comics, you know, they were pre-existing Cybertronians. And uh, being created on Earth was a, a part of the old cartoon. But it just bears the mind that it would work out really well for those characters. And maybe give them another... I don't know. Another, another way to use them. Not to mention in a toy form. Yeah, that would be cool. What if the headmasters were like cavemen? You know, I mean, of course, they'd be sci-fi looking armor and all. But what if they're like kind of cavemen or savage looking? You know, like, that would be so rad, wouldn't it? Because I think it would be rad. Whatever. Y'all know I'm right, right? I think I'm right. I think, I think like, Cavemen robot guys <laughs> that combined with dinosaur robots would be awesome. Someone make me that. Just make me that toy right there. And I'd buy that. Well, guys, I am. <laughs> Thanks, Lance, for your question. And I probably didn't answer it the best in the world because all I could say is, yeah, that, that's a pretty good idea. I like that idea. <laughs> So, everybody, thanks for listening. Being Awesome is part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find us all at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And while you're there, check out those Amazon links. Next time you need to do some shopping, and we everyone buys through Amazon, just click through those links before you start searching Amazon. It will not cost you anything extra, and we get a little... We get a little kickback from Amazon to help cover our operating costs. So it's a great way to help support us, and we really thank you for it. <clears throat> I am, after taking that little week break there between episodes for Joe Lana, I'm kind of, got a little ring rust here, a little rust on the radio, so I'm kind of having a hard time holding myself together and putting together a good show, trying to put together a good show here. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I'm Rob, and you can find me online at either at on Twitter and Tumblr at Robo Rob Springer. You can follow me. You can read what I got to say. It's probably pictures of cheeseburgers. And sometimes I'm talking about robots. Or I'm just kind of, I don't know, doing something. I got to be the worst person to follow because I'm like, I, I cannot be interesting. I don't know why people are listening to me sometimes, to be honest with you. I'm like, I, I'm some idiot. <laughs> I'm just some idiot with a hobby. <laughs> But I thanks everyone for listening to this idiot with a hobby. And, you know, there's no convention for a while that I'm going to. So there'll be a new episode of Being Awesome next week. So thanks everyone for listening. And we'll see you. I don't ever, I was about to say, we'll see you later. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. <laughs> Gotcha, 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 transform, sing the future.